and welcome to the Second Tier Betting, your specialist podcast for punting on the Championship. You've got yourself a Championship expert in me, Ryan Dilks, and your pro tipster. It's only Jimmy the Punt. Jimmy, how are you, dear boy? Good morning. All good, thank you. How are you? I'm a, a bit sleepy this morning, but I've, that's only because I've been spending all night researching <laughs> my bets for the coming weekend. And I'll tell you what, there were some interesting ones this weekend. Some that have really, really caught my eye. Hopefully, we have a better weekend than last weekend. We'll get on to the recap in just a sec. What we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen, on the show today is me and Jimmy are going to give you our best bets for the championship this coming weekend, our next best bets, and then give you a long shot, and then also give you a treble as well, just to tie you over for the weekend. As always, please gamble responsibly, and when the fun stops, make sure you bloody stop. Right, let's go through how we did last weekend, Jimmy. Let's pick up the pieces of what was a fairly poor weekend. Having said that, I don't think it was a very profitable weekend for many championship tipsters, really, because it was a very unpredictable one, wasn't it? I was stung by the crazy results in the championship. My nap and next best both lost, and then Shane Lovery didn't score. So nothing for me last weekend. Jimmy, how are you? Um, well, a word on Lavery, I don't know. I've never seen a guy get so many chances, play so well, and not score yet. But yeah. uh, that's another story. Isn't it my um, yeah, my only winner was uh, the overs in uh, Fulham versus Reading at one point eight. Uh, th- that was actually I didn't realise, but that was a uh, six out of seven naps for me. Uh, um, average odds are just under even, so that's pretty. Because if you want to get on, I'll get on my naps at the minute, but. Um, <laughs> Swift any time, although Reading, although Reading pulled off one of the shot wins, uh, he was not on the score sheet. And we had um, Norrington, Davidson, Huddleston both to be booked. Norrington, Davis was actually booked, but um, the bet was void because Huddleston didn't start. So a bit of a bit of a stop start uh, weekend, wasn't it? Really? Would you forgot? What wouldn't Huddleston have been void, and then Norrington, Davis would have paid out? Yeah, uh, <laughs> funnily, that is exactly what I thought. So I celebrated when... Uh, well, there you go. We'll celebrate. We'll take anything at the moment, Jimmy. We'll, we'll no, take that as a big old W. Bet, uh, yeah, Bet365 have turned into a bit of shysters. They, uh, they've oh. avoided the whole bet, not just the uh, not just the Huddleston uh, bit. So, um, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's very disappointing. Oh, well, we'll take it as a W. And that may mean that we break even for the past weekend. <laughs> well, considering we didn't do too well. Nonetheless, let's hope for a better weekend this coming weekend. We'll start off with your best bet, the infamous Jimmy the Punt nap. What have we got this week, Jimmy? Yeah, it's uh, in the Sheffield United versus Derby game, and I've gone for over 2.5 goals. The um, the best odds are 19 to 17 SBK, but it's... Uh, 11 to 10 across the board, uh, bookies like 365 Sky and um, Bet Victor, which I'd certainly take. And um, it sort of all uh, orientates around Jakanovic's new look, Sheffield United. I mean, before the international break, they played seven games. They only scored four, and those fixtures averaged 1.7 goals per game, 12 in total. Since they've got back from the international break, that's four games. 13 goals scored and the, the uh, fixtures have averaged five goals per game. That's 20 goals. It's just absolutely, it's just been nuts to watch. Um, and you get the sense that the Blades are finally uh, the all-action sort of Djokanovic team that the fans have been waiting for. They look um, a joke going forward, to put it frankly, with um, Morgan Gibbs-White and co. Uh, just 
just lighting up most Saturday afternoons. But defensively, there's a there's a lot to be desired for. That's uh, of those four games, there's no clean sheet so far. Um, Southampton scored two on Tuesday. Posh and Preston also scored two, and um, struggling Hull um, managed to managed to grab a goal, uh, which was only their which was their first since uh, opening day. So. Going forward, very exciting. Defensively, leaves a lot to be desired for. Now, Derby, they're not as statistically overwhelming, but if there's one thing, uh, and, and to caveat this bet, there's one thing to caveat this bet is, the, is how Rooney's harnessed um, this siege mentality. Uh, we saw it against West Brom where they clung on to deal life in a nil-nil. And at home, they, uh, they beat Stoke. So, um, But purely looking at what I've seen from Sheffield United, Going forward and defensively, uh, odds against, I think, um, Overs was certainly a player. I mean, 20 goals. The games have featured 20 goals, four games since international breaks. So I thought odds against was a great price. Yeah, and you mentioned the Hull game last weekend. Hull also had a goal ruled out as well, didn't they? Mm. Which should have stood. So, Definitely. yeah, makes complete sense, that one. Uh, my nap for this coming weekend is another bet builder. It's Fulham to win, score over 1.5 goals, and Mitrovic to score any time against Bristol City. That pays 15-8 to 8 at bet365. It will start off by talking about Bristol City, who have got this remarkably poor home record. They haven't won at home since January, which is just frankly stunning how a team can be so poor at their own home ground. Um, And when they're coming up against Fulham, who are arguably the best team in the league, I can't see that record changing anytime soon. Fulham have um, wobbled a bit recently, but they are still creating a shed load of chances. So I I feel like this wobble is just a you know, it's things not going their way as opposed to anything to worry about, really. Um, so when I was looking at the odds last night for all the different teams in the championship and I saw Fulham were three to four, I was looking at that thinking, I'll tell you what, that, even though it's odds on, is still pretty decent odds, really. But I thought we could still beef that up a bit. So hence why I've gone for them to score over 1.5 goals and Mitrovic to score any time. In every game, Fulham have won this season. They've scored at least two. Um, And then Mitrovic as well, who has taken absolutely no time to get back to being the championship goal-scoring machine that we've always seen at this level. He's 10 to 11 to score any time at Bet365. And... Most of the time, when Fulham score, it's usually him. So it only makes complete sense to add him into the into the uh, into the fixture. And fifteen to eight at Bethwick six five for that, I think just a shy under two to one is pretty decent value. Uh, let's go to our next best bet then, Jimmy. What have you got for this weekend? Yeah, you uh, you mentioned it just uh, just then, and it was the disallowed goal scorer in. Sheffield United vs Hull uh, last weekend. I've gone for Tyler Smith to score any time in uh, his Hull travel to Stoke. It's five to one with Betfair and Paddy Power, but uh, around five point five nine two two uh, with Unibet uh, and a touch short with William Hill and Sky at four to one. All of those prices I probably take. Um, and I was in Hull for the game last weekend, and, and there's a lot of clamour around the city. Um, for him to start, he had a. He obviously had that cameo versus Sheffield United. He scored um, marginally. It was deemed to be marginally offside. If it was, I don't know. I don't think it was. And he also played a major role in the goal, grabbing um, an assist. That that game, he was offside 
three times. It sent way, way more. Um, and I just think that just shows he was just getting um, into the pace of the game. He likes to play off the shoulder. He initiates the press. So coming on as a substitute won't really suit him. Uh, but I expect he will He will get the nod because um, it was chalk and cheese uh, hull with and without him. Uh, like I say, he initiates the press. He's really quick, sharp. Um, so what what will happen if he does get the start is uh, I think the, the goals will start to come for him in Hull City. He has an outrageous goals per 90 record of 0. 3, uh, 0.43 per 90. So that's almost a goal every other 90 minutes played. Um, he simply just got ice in his veins. 23 goals in 88 domestic appearances. And it's worth pointing out that a lot of those more recent ones have been off the bench. So he's only had 54 starts, which is which is just an outrageous record. Um, it is away at Stoke, who have been... Um, well, they've, they've stuttered a little bit lately, but they've been um, one of the more impressive sides in the leagues. It is worth noting they did concede to Derby, Barnsley and Huddersfield in the last three games, though. So if... Uh, if if he does finally get his start, I, and I fancy he'll be on the score sheet, and I think uh, he'll certainly be involved in some capacity. Yeah, he. I was talking to Joel, who's from the To Hull and Back podcast in our uh, weekend show, and he was uh, amongst the many Hull fans who are desperate for Tyler Smith to finally get some football. Um, and if he does play, then what price was it? Five to one score any time? Five to one, yeah, any time. <sighs> That's a big price for yeah. a man who is probably going to be Hall's main goal-scoring threat if he does start. So, yeah, that, that's a big old price for uh, the player that we're talking about. Uh, next best bet for me is Forrester Millwall to be one all. It's 5-1 to one at Sky Bet. Simply said, Millwall are the draw kings. They <laughs> nearly broke the draw record last season for the most draws in a championship season, and they're having a good crack at it again this season. They've got five so far this season, the most in the division and uh, most, well, four of those draws have been one-alls so far this season, hence why I'm going for this. There isn't really much justification I can provide here because uh, with draws, that's it. All you can say is what I've just said, really. <laughs> They're two to one for the draw and that's the best price you can find now um, with the bookies because the bookies are kind of cutting on to the idea that Millwall are, you know, such a good bet for the draws. And I, I think as well, a draw would suit both sides. Of course, it's Steve Cooper's first game in charge at Forest. He'll just want to, you know, get things off to a fairly positive start and not lose. While uh, Gary Rower away from home against Forest, I think he would also be very happy with a draw. So one all, Forest are more than capable of bagging a goal, even though they have been a bit sloppy going forwards. And uh, as I say, with Millwall, you know, four out of five of their draws so far this season being one all, five to one at Skybet looks good value to me. That's all the justification I can provide really on that one, Jimmy. Um, so yeah, that's uh, my next best bet for the weekend. Let's go to our long shots then. What is your big long shot for this coming weekend in the Championship, JTP? I know it's a, it's a familiar one for me. I've gone for uh, Ben Osborne to score any time again. It's 6-1 to one with Bet365. Uh, that's in the Sheffield United v um, Derby game. Uh and I, I spoke for a, a way too long last time when I when I tipped the bet, it just about the, the more advanced role he's playing. So in a nutshell, he's just playing higher up the pitch as part of the as part of the three um behind Billy Sharp. Jukanovic loves him. He loves him. He, re he the idea was to rest him on 
uh, in midweek again in the cup game, but he had to come on due to an injury. And within minutes, he was uh, he had a chance one on one, getting beyond the striker. Uh, the only thing I want to add to the angle for this one that really made me go for it because I, I wouldn't really want to tip at something. Uh, and just keep tipping the same bets. Uh, I keep backing him, and I always advise people to keep backing him. But wanted to find you fresh new angle. But the reason I want I was so keen to have this again is he's um, Forest through and through, and it's against Derby. Just the just a bit of the narrative. <laughs> I thought is, uh, I just know he's I just know he's gonna and you know he's just gonna be amongst the goals against uh, his ex rivals, isn't he? So yeah, he's actually from Derby. Um... And he, I think it was a Derby fan when he was a kid, but then obviously got picked up by Forrest and that meant he's not very fondly thought of by Derby fans. So they'll be giving him plenty of stick this coming weekend. But you say you keep picking the same long shot, Jimmy. I was just telling you before the pod, once last season when I was doing my bets on the second tier website, Ivan Tony was two to one to score any time, pretty yeah. much every week at the start of last season. If the bookies are going to keep pricing it up like that, you may as well keep tipping it, may as well keep lumping on, lads. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no problem with that at all. My long shot for this weekend is in the Friday night game. West Brom at VQPR. I've gone with Adam Reach to be carded at six to one at bet 365. <clears throat> Excuse me, it's got me so excited that I can't stop coughing. <laughs> um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to sound the alarm for a card-happy referee. James Linnington is in charge of this contest and he loves dishing them out. He's averaging five yellow cards a game. Only one referee is averaging more in the championship this season. So that's an exciting place to start. And having a look around at the likely starters for this game, Adam Reach is definitely the best value in my opinion. He's got history for being a bit of a card magnet in the championship. He's had a couple of seasons where he's only picked up two, but then in others, he's had nine and seven. So it all depends how he's feeling, really. Is he feeling particularly aggressive so far this season? Who knows? Um, He's been playing at wing back for the Albion. And I think, as people are mostly aware, he is traditionally a winger, but he's been asked to take up this new role under Valerie and Ishmael, and um, he's played fairly well so far, but considering he is a winger, he could be exposed to a fairly tricky opponent, and his direct opponent this coming weekend is Moses Adebayo. Only five other players are averaging more fouls per game, or have been fouled more times uh, than the QPR wing-back. So you've got an out-position player coming up against a highly fouled opponent and a card-happy ref. Six to one. Happy days, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, let's go to our treble for the championship this coming weekend. We've gone for kind of a mix of our best bets, really, haven't we, Jimmy? Feel free to, you know, stick, stick what we've already said in some sort of tricksy or something like that. But the treble we've gone for this week is Fulham to win over 2.5 in Sheffield United v Derby and Forest v Millwall to be a draw. £10 pays £113 at bet365, which is a tasty old price, if you ask me. Right, Jimmy, let's round up our bets for this coming weekend. Can you go through yours for me, please? Uh, yeah, my nap is over 2.5 goals in Sheffield United's game against Derby. That's um, 1917 with SBK. My next best is Tyler Smith to score any time in Stokes game with Hull. That is 5-1. to one with Betfair and Paddy Power. And my long shot is Ben Osborne to score any time in Sheffield United's game against Derby. That is 6-1 to one with Bet365. 
Yep, my nap for this coming weekend is Fulham to win, score over 1.5 goals, and Mitrovic to score any time against Bristol City. That pays 15 to 8 at Bet365. That's a nap I'm particularly fond of. My next best is Forest and Millwall to be 1 all. It's 5 to 1 at Sky Bet. And then Adam Reach to be carded in the West Brom v QPR game on Friday night. That's 6 to 1 at Bet365. As always, please gamble responsibly and when the fun stops, stop. That's just about it for us on the second tier betting this weekend. Jimmy, you've got something to say. Yeah, um, I just thought, like we did last week, we can put um, Osborne, Reach and somebody else in a Trixie. Um, shall we go Lavery? Any uh, Lavery to go first? Yeah, well, actually, Lavery was going to be one of my bets again this weekend because obviously I tipped him last weekend and he was fairly unlucky not to score. And his price has gone down a bit, but he still looks decent value. Seven to one score first for Blackpool at the weekend. They're coming up against Barnsley, who aren't in great shakes themselves. So, yeah, let's whack that into a nice little tricksy. Yeah, I reckon it's uh, it's three hundred and ninety-one to one. So, I think uh, cool. yeah, we'll yeah, that. sounds we'll good. So yeah, that pays one thousand three hundred and eighty-two pounds at Bet three six five. If you just have a nice little ten pound tricksy there, so why the hell not? Keeps you interested for the weekend, doesn't it? Right, as I say, that's it for us on the second tier betting this coming weekend. We'll be back again on Monday because we've got midweek games coming up again next weekend. So we look forward to seeing you then, Jimmy the Punt. Thank you for your time today. Thank you. I've been Ryan Dilks, and to you, listener. Thank you for listening. Thank you.